Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. In studio, Super Bowl time. As we prepare for Super Bowl 56, it is special to have a Super Bowl champion in studio, an alumni little brother, alumni big brother in studio, my brother, two-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys, my man Darren Smith. What's he's going on, Darren? Hey, Gail, how you doing? Hey, that's what I need to have the sound of him. He's in the building. <laughs> yeah, he's in the building. <laughs> he's in the building. You know, this, one of, this is one of my uh, favorite times of the year. Number one, I know we get an opportunity to spend some time together. Yes, sir. Uh, but it's always that, that football time, that, that, that real deal, Super Bowl time. So. Now, I got to ask you this, Darren. Uh, and as we think about, you know, Super Bowl and all that, and you've played at the highest level. Uh, you got the jewelry to show for it. And we're going to talk about that. But how do you transition mentally from playing to not being a fan? Or would you call yourself a fan or is it just how do you watch a game? You know, I love the game, so uh, but I'm always watching, not as a perspective of a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm al- always watching as pers- almost like a coach. Got you. Um, and, and it's probably because I coach. You know, I've coached a Little League, had the opportunity to coach your son. Yes, sir. And uh, – now coaching high school, so I'm always looking at looking at the, in particular the best players. What's what's making them special? What's making them different? And that's something I've always done. Even even when I played coming up, I watched Junior Seau, I watched uh, Lawrence Taylor. Um, you know the guys who I admired at linebacker. What what makes them special? What makes them different? And so I, I studied them that way. And so I kind of look at guys the same way now. You know, but I'm doing it in a way to learn how I can coach someone else or teach someone else some of those lessons or even encourage him, hey, I want you to watch this guy or look at this guy. So um, I'm, I'm watching it probably – I'm hard to watch football with because I'm stopping, I'm rewinding, I'm, I'm looking at what coverage out there and, you know, how is, how is this offense attacking it. So I'm, I watch it from a whole different perspective. And what I love about that, see, that speaks to – it's a leadership mindset. It's a coaching mindset. Mm-hmm. You never really turn it off because you can learn from, look at what he did there. The stop it. Absolutely. How he didn't give up and ended up getting a turnover because he punched the ball out. Absolutely. Uh, and you, you mentioned a, a couple, you mean a Hall of Famers, you yeah, know, the late yeah. Junior Seau, Lawrence Taylor. Uh, they, they're relentless pursuit as linebackers. When I think of Seau, I mean, he just nonstop. He just nonstop. He made a lot of mistakes, but he covered up for a lot of his mistakes just with effort. Effort. And that was that what used to motivate me. That's one of the things that I'm like, okay, I'm not making any plays right now, but I'm gonna keep going, yeah. you know. And people like J- Junior say I was the one that kind of, you know, pushed me to do that. He was the one. And then eventually, you, I mean, you make a play, and then another play comes, and then you get a turnover, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you you end up with a great game. But it's right. because you were you you realize like, hey, I'm gonna put that effort in. I'm gonna keep working. I'm gonna keep pushing. But a lot of that comes through, you know, other guys that motivate you. Absolutely. You yeah. And you have different styles and, you know, of leadership, different styles of play. And I keep in, again, it goes back to coaching and mentoring as well. You think LT, it looked almost effortless when he goes around, oh. when he goes around that edge and, you know, <laughs> just switches the hips. I mean, it's just effortless. When you think about just those two linebackers, Darren. Yeah. It was it was too easy for for LT, you know. But, you know, you know it's funny, Gail, because he was the guy who I looked up to, you know, in high school. Uh, uh, college. That's the one who I wanted to kind of model my game. Now, LT was six five, two forty five, two fifty. Run like a four. I mean, he ran like a deer. 
So my game is a little different <laughs> as far as, you know, he's – I think he was like the highest graded linebacker ever to come out of college. Mm-hmm. But uh, – so I was just a big fan of his, and I had opportunity – my rookie year was like his last year. Okay. So, because he plays, you know, a very long time, and so I remember just, you know, looking at him on the on. The, I was on the same field with him for the first time ever. We were playing the Giants. I'm just looking at him like, man, that's LT. You know, I'm just like <laughs> being a big fan right now. You know, just it was so exciting. And um, but but the scariest moment I had is. I was on the punt team. You know, as a rookie, you do a lot of special teams. Yes, sir. And uh, they stopped our offense, and so it was a situation where they kept the defense on the field, like defense is safe. And he was lined up across from me. I was so scared that he was going to pass. I'm not a lineman, so if he rushed, you know, I'm I'm like terrified. Luckily, he didn't do it. I was so happy because, I mean, he was still a big guy. You know, even – that I don't know, maybe fourteen years, fifteen years, something like that. He still, he just seemed larger than life to me, and so uh, you know, just, just people like that who, you know, you look to, and and that's kind of what what we talk about, even with Big Brother, Big Sister, and all of the mentors in our life. What what makes us do what we do is because of the the people in our life that motivate us. Well, on on that note, speaking of people in our lives, and someone very special to Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Miami, someone very deeply, deeply special to you. Uh, your big brother passed away last year. Yes. Uh, big brother, uh, Seymour Marksman. Let's spend a little time because one, it goes without saying, and I'll let you tell your story, mm. your mentorship journey, and what that man who took time out to coach you up in the game of life. Absolutely. Let's talk about Seymour. It was absolutely the game of life. You know, he, he was from uh, St. Vincent, so he wasn't he wasn't much of a football guy. You know, he was, uh, you know, you know, in the in the Caribbean, football is not as as you know the the event there. They, now he loved cricket. Cricket, that's he it. He loved cricket, but he loved bowling, and so he he got me involved with bowling. Me, his he had a daughter who was uh, maybe just a year younger than me, and so he we formed a little bowling team. We he had the neighbor neighbors kids come over, so. We had a little bowling team, and at that time it was at this place called Classic Lanes. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Classic Lanes. I don't. It's, it's, it was right off of 826, uh, right off the expressway, but that was back in the day. But, I, you know, that that type of exposure, those those type of things I, I probably never would have done if not for Seymour. But even even more than that, he just taught me about manhood. Mm. Um, uh, he really motiv- motivated me as far as his education. You know, he was the one that kind of pushed me, like, hey, you need to read, you need to. Because, uh, you know, in the Caribbean, you know, like here in South Florida, a lot of times we come up as, as, as young black boys thinking like sports is the way we're going to make it out. But in the Caribbean, they think education is the key. And so he he blended, you know, he, he was that education side. And I also lost another very close mentor um, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Bishop Dennis M. Jackson, who yes. was one of my – uh, first little league coaches, and so he was on that football side. <laughs> and so, so you had both. So I had both, and believe me, I relied on both heavily. You know, to this, to this. I mean, even now, you know, um, in, as a, as a fifty one year old now, you know, now losing them both, but I mean, to the very end, they were very, very impactful in my life. Very. Uh, influential. Um, what I am is really their legacy. You know, I, I see a lot of things that I do with my children 
that Seymour did with me and his children, or that Bishop or Coach Jackson, I call him Coach, yeah. Coach Jackson did with his children, uh, with his wife, the way I saw Seymour with his wife. You know, I see, I learned a lot because my mom, you know, I lost my dad, I was three, and my mom never remarried, so I never really saw that husband-wife relationship in the household. I was the youngest of five. Uh, I never saw that father-son or father-child relationship. So I learned a lot just from watching them and paying attention to them. And, I, and you know, I was so thankful that, you know, God brought those two men in particular in my life because uh, I, I just think it was meant to be. You know, those guys uh, – were were tough, you know what I mean? They weren't, <laughs> you know. Uh, Coach Jackson, he he was he was rough on us, but he always encouraged us. He always motivated us. Always made us feel good uh, about what we did. And and Seymour, he was the same way, you know. Same, he was he was on it, you know. He was on you, but he knew when to encourage you. He knew when to lift you up, but he always knew when to check you. You know what I mean? Hey, make sure you get it right. And so now, um, I've learned a lot of. Uh, those skills and those things that I use with my wife and my family, with my children. And now as a coach, uh, I do a lot of things that Coach Jackson did with us as, as young people with the children who I work with now or, well, the young men now because I'm now in high school. So so those 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 two men, uh, but, you know, they were just so impactful. I'm just so thankful that I had opportunity to have them in my life. The legacy of mentoring and I just recently exchanged <clears throat> a LinkedIn conversation, direct messages with Coach Jackson's son. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and so he's now the police chief in the city of Opalaka. Shout yes. out to him. And so we're going to start a Bigs and Blue program. Oh, that's and awesome. so we're going to team up on that, Darren, for sure. Talk to the officers, talk to the littles and the bigs. Because think about that, and you just tell your story about his dad and how he coached you up. Yeah. So that's special. And, of course, Seymour's legacy lives on. Uh, through you. So may they both rest in peace. Uh, Their legacy absolutely uh, lives on. It will. Absolutely. Absolutely will. Let's talk about coaching. And we're here in the studio, Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. I'm Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big. So so we jump right in. I didn't even introduce myself. Uh, And we're here with two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, Darren Smith, talking about just mentoring in the game of life, coaching in the game of life, and really the legacy yes. of mentoring. Because you, I saw you coach my child. That's right. And I, you're, you know. <laughs> you put the pressure on me, Gail. You, know, <laughs> you were there. You was watching. I was watching. But, you know, it's so beautiful to see someone who's not kinfolk. Now, we're family. Right. But when you think about just someone who's not a direct relative, take the time to invest in someone else's child. Yes. And you see what that would do on and off the field yeah. and how you you were tough coach Jackson mm-hmm. you you always coached them up right and and just never so I mean before whether it's a win or a loss you're right there teaching because what do we learn from this loss what do we learn from that play absolutely you didn't set the edge that's how he got around you mm-hmm. little things that to this day uh, my baby boy Brandon. Yeah. Shout out to Brandon with those <laughs> <He>, good hands. <laughs> so it was my defensive end, tight end. That's and exactly linebacker. That's right. Yeah. And you did something in one game. Uh, it was a playoff game, I think, up in Deerfield. Mm-hmm. You put him back at safety. That's right. In the playoff game, yep. you saw something. Uh, I'm like, okay. And he got the pick. He got it. Game over. B had some hands, man. He had the best <laughs> hands, bro. <laughs> and I think a lot of that is from his basketball skills as Correct. well. Correct. You know? So, Correct. Uh, and, and, you know, as a coach, you got to be able to see things sometimes, you know, that, that even that child may not even see in himself. That's what, was, that what, that's what happened to me with Coach Jackson. 
I heard him talking to my mom one day because uh, sometimes he would pick me up and drop me off. Um, you know, if my mom couldn't take me to practice, if she was at, you know, running late to work or something like he would stop by, grab me. And one day I heard them talking and I heard him say something that probably changed my life forever. And he didn't say it to me. He said it to her, he said, you know, Darren is special. And that was the first time I ever heard anybody say that I was special, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, I, and I remember from that point on, <clears throat> when people would say you, you're too slow, you're too small, you're too this, you're too all those negative comments. But the thing that I remember, but Coach Jackson said that I was special, mm-hmm. and so that's the thing that kind of kept me going. If he thought I was special, maybe it's something. Maybe it's something to this thing because I, you know, I never really saw myself as this, you know, really great football player, but he did. And he kept saying, oh, man, you know, you, you know, good job or you did this great and you did that great. And, and, and I'm literally get all the way up to high school. I never really saw, you know, what people what other people saw. You know what I mean? Um, I thought I was pretty good. I was OK. But then, you know, University of Miami come, you know, Florida State, uh, LSU. I'm like, wow, all these people sending me letters and mail and, you know, Tennessee. And uh, I didn't really see it. But, you know, people like Coach Jackson were the one like, hey, man, you special. You know, keep working. And so, But he also kept me humble. Too. He wouldn't yes. allow me to get big-headed. You know, he was like, hey, man, stay humble, keep working. You could do this better. You could do that better. So that's why I try to, you know, teach these young men now that, that same type of thing. I, I try to see something in them. And that's a that's a prayer, really, that I have Absolutely. for my children. Uh, you know, like, I'm always praying, Lord, don't, 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 you know, let them do what I want them to do, but help me to see what you planted in that's them right. to help nourish right. the gifts and the talents that you gave them so that I can help them be what you want them to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and like I tell my son, like, hey, man, you don't have to you don't have to play football. <clears> if, you, if that's not what you – now, he loves it. He wants to play football. You know, that's his thing. Matter of fact, earlier when he was younger, I was like, hey, man, let's go, let's go throw the baseball or let's go – you know, but he was like, mm, I want to play football. Love it. And so I, I was like, well, if that's what you want to do, man, I, I want to be involved. I want to help you. And, you know, the great thing is um, I've been there. I've been through, you know, the, the national championships in college and – the national champ and then the Super Bowl rings. I've lived a great life. Football has been great for me. And it is it has opened up opportunities and doors I probably never would have had if not for this game of football. And so my goal is my prayer. I mean, I want to be able to give these young men the same opportunity that I had. That was it. If if it's just the opportunity to go to school, good to college, you know, hey, let's take that. And it may not even be an NFL dream, but if you have opportunity to go to school and use this, because that's what that's what it was for me. You know, I wanted to be an NFL player. I didn't necessarily think I was good enough to be, but I knew because of Seymour, I wanted to go to college because that's what he said. You had no choice exactly. because your co- coach Seymour, <laughs> Seymour your big no, brother's you're like, no, you're going to take care of it. You're going to read these books exactly. and you're going to get that education. Oh, that was that was the standard. That was set. I, I It was no doubt that, that that was what I was going to do. Now, my issue was how was I going to do it? Right. You know, how am I going to be able to afford it? But then Coach Jackson, like, hey, you special. So maybe this football thing can help me to get to that education thing. And that's really that was really my game plan. And, you know, you talk about the game of life. Uh, that was my motivation. And then, you know, it got to college, you know, turned out, worked out pretty good. Well, let's you know? <laughs> talk about how that worked out. And you just, just coaching for a minute because you coach. 
Yes. And we're going let's let's we're going to come back to just some of the things you see in these young men that gotcha. you coach. Uh, is well, no, let's stay there. Let's stay there. We're going to call an audible right now, Darren. Okay. Congratulations, your your team. Uh, you're a part of a coaching staff, and you these young men. Is it Shamanad Madonna? Just Shamanad one that's Madonna state? college prep. Yep. Go ahead. What did you uh, all just do? We uh, we won a state championship. Mm, congrats! And I'm so blessed. This is my first year on this staff, but it's you know shout out to Coach Jones and yes. the entire uh, coaching staff. It's a great group of guys, man. Um, they welcome me with open arms. Uh, you know, didn't hold anything against me. Uh, you know, because you know it's it's sometimes. Uh, they had won the state championship, I don't know what, three years, uh, two out of three years anyway. So, you know, my goal coming was just to, A, how can I help? How can I support? Uh, but, you know, sometimes, you know, people come in, you know, a guy who say, oh, NFL and all those type of things, it may be like, I don't know about this guy, but, I mean, from day one, man, hey, Coach Hay, and uh, uh, they allowed me to, to be involved with the staff and um, – Coach Joe Ballard is the defensive coordinator uh, with, with the team, and he, he's always like, hey, what do you think? And give me some ideas. I mean, humble dude, great guy. Um, and so I just appreciate, uh, you know, coaches like that who aren't and, – and the truly coaches who are doing it for the kids. Right. You know, who uh, – their excitement comes when kids sign a scholarship. You know, that's really – that's the fun part. It's great to win. They love winning. We all love winning. Right. You know, that's life. But when these kids get the opportunity to go to school, that that is the win, uh, the biggest win for for this team. And so that's, you know, I love being a part of it. Being And, and you know, being a, uh, stepping up to young men in high school is a little different <laughs> than Little League. So the issues change. Yes. Um, the focus is, 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 is tougher to stay focused. Right. Um, you know, and, and there's life, there's life issues, family and, issues, yes. home issues. You got this young man who's talented, exactly. knows he's talented, yeah. Yeah. knows he's quote unquote special, who may not put forth that effort. Have yeah, you effort. seen that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I've seen guys ultra talented, not with the same effort. But then I've seen some young men who who've never been told that they were special, mm -hmm. who never been told that they're great. Uh, and you give them a little boost of confidence and man, uh, you know, I saw one young man this year go from uh, last year he barely played first team all county this year. Mm. You know what I mean? And so uh, all he needed was maybe a little bit of confidence, a little bit of encouragement, a uh, little bit of guidance. You know, I try to give him a little cheat sheets. You know, I, like I say, I'm, I'm always studying to see what I can feed. Mm -hmm. You know, those young men that may help them to play a little faster, to to be prepared. Because that was my thing. You know, I played in the I had the opportunity to play in the NFL for 12 years, and um, a lot of it was because I was a student of the game, you know, because I was prepared, because I studied. And so, um, you know, great thing about, uh, you know, Coach Jones is he encourages his team to be prepared as well, to watch film. And, and you're like, when I was in high school, we didn't really watch film like that. You know, uh, now they want you to watch film. They want you to be prepared. We go to practice, and we're focusing on game plan. It's 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 almost a college atmosphere, you know. So um, I think with that, you know, is one of the reasons why Chaminade has won state championship last three out of four years. We had the opportunity to play this year at the uh, the Geico Bowl uh, against the state champion in 
uh, of Arizona. We okay. played them in Las Vegas, and we had our, we went out there and we took care of business. And so it was like a bowl game, but it was just it was so exciting. You know, I mean, it was so much fun as a, as a coach to have these top these type of opportunities and to see these young men with the opportunities to travel to Vegas. And you know, this past season we traveled up to Beaufort, Georgia, and played them. We traveled up to uh, Sanford, Florida, and played the same. It's a great experience. It's a great experience to take on these type of teams, that type of – I remember when I first saw that schedule, I was like, wow, this is this, <laughs> this is going to be tough. <laughs> but we came out of it with just with just one loss on the season and uh, won the state championship again. And so I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to uh, to getting started again. You know, I had a, I had such a great time with this, this team and these coaches, and I'm looking forward to uh, – uh, we had maybe I think we had thirteen kids sign scholarships. This that's year. incredible. So, that's the end game. Exactly. We, we've focused uh, here on this game of life mentoring podcast on your personal journey. You know, Coach Jackson, your big brother Seymour, coaching in education, coaching in sports, but yep. put it all together. Your playbook, yes. if you will, that's in it. life, Darren. Yep. Attention to detail, hard work, and the encouragement. About how old were you when you uh, when Coach Jackson said you were special? When he told your mama, I was like you were nine special. years old. Nine, but you'll never forget that. Never forget it. Never you were forget told it. you were special, yep. and it's not lost on me. We got two black men here in studio. Black history is every day, but as we celebrate Black History Month and we talk about mentoring and people in our lives, to have a man in your life, you lost your dad when you were very young. Yes. But to have a man say that to yes. your mother, you know, your son Darren is special. Wow, that was powerful, and, and I was oh. angry. At that time, you know, that was at a time where not having my dad, seeing other kids with their dads, seeing other kids at the park with their dads, playing catch with their dad. Um, you know, that was a that was a little anger in me because I, I was confused because I lost him so young at three. I, I never knew him. Yeah. And so um, and I think it was a kind of protection mechanism between my mom and I because we never talked about him. Right. I didn't say anything. I wondered. I didn't say anything, and she didn't say anything, probably not sure how to explain right. to me. To protect you. Exactly. And so uh, so I was. there was some confusion with me, like, well, what's going on? Why, why isn't my dad around? Uh, and then my brothers were six and seven years older. So there was a gap. Right. You know, they were like... If, when you know they were like teenagers doing their own thing, you know, so right, <laughs> so you know, but now the fun part was well, no, I wouldn't say fun at that time. The tough part was growing up with them, they would always want me to play football with them, and so I was kind of like the battering ram, I was the I was the dummy, <laughs> I was about yeah, to say. Yeah. <laughs> stand right there, yeah, yeah, stand here, or you know, when we play, um, you know, kill a man, you know, oh, he, I was always he, they, they want me to get the ball Absolutely. so they can lay it on me, lay it, lay you out, yeah, but hey, you know, you ask them now. Yeah, that, that, that thing you changed. The yeah, that thing changed. That thing, the little bros yeah, grow up. Absolutely. And so, but, I, but that helped me. I think that helped me too, though. No doubt. And Darren, I tell you what, uh, you know uh, how I feel about you. And as I think about so many little brothers and so many kids mm -hmm. who might have lost a parent, or maybe the parents are alive and just separated, and they're dealing with so much domestic, yes. so many domestic challenges. Right. Then they act out in school. Mm -hmm. Then it affects their grades. And yes. so now the end game is a whole lot. You may want to go to college. You may play a sport, but you're acting out. Again, insert mentors. That's it. Insert coaches. Mm -hmm. Because it can it, – and sadly, you know as well as I do, a lot of athletes, not limited to athletes, but a lot of athletes have sadly had a 
crash and burn kind of ending because they didn't handle something the right way or relationships or they didn't get drafted because of character issues and all of that. Uh, see, you went to college. Right. And you earned, keep me honest, a bachelor's degree and a master's degree Correct. from the University of Miami. That is right. That is right. And uh, again, that mentor, that 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 guy named Seymour, Mm. You know, <laughs> that guy named Seymour. There goes that mama. There goes that man. You know, it was, hey, get everything you can get out of this situation. Mm. You know, so I mean, from day one, when I was a freshman, we were talking about how do we get a master's degree? Look at that. You know, so uh, because he was like, listen, you know, the chances I he was real with me. The chances of making it to the NFL is, you know, not that great. And, you know, I wasn't trying to hear that at that time, but. I paid attention to what he said and I listened to him. So he's like, this is, you know, this is how we should do it. Let's try to get your master's degree. It can happen. And, you know, I was blessed to have a, um, the academic advisor for us at that, at that time was uh, Dr. Anna Price. And Dr. Anna Price, she took me in like, like I was her son, mm. you know? And so, uh, even even maybe broke a couple of the rules for me, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, let's make sure you're here and you're doing that and let's put you on this path. And uh, it just, you know, but she was like that with all of us. You know, we, we, and at that time, I think we were one of the top schools as far as, you know, our, our, our GPAs and our graduation rates is because she, you know, a, as a African-American woman dealing with, you know, these African-American men on a predominantly white campus, I think she, you know, took it as, hey, we got to make sure our young men mm. get their grades and get everything that they, because she sees it all the time too that very few make it to the NFL, even at from the University of Miami. Um, you know, we we had a good run, but you know, it's it's not guaranteed. And even if you make it to the NFL, you know, the average career of an NFL player is, is three years. Three years. So you better have a contingency plan. That's right. You you're going out of college twenty two years old and you retire by twenty five, you got a long life to live. I yes. got you know, so so, uh, so, so having people like Seymour and, and Dr. Anna Price who were like, "Here, yeah, get you know, get them grades, get them grades," um, and I was able to get it even before I was at Dallas drafted. So, you know, we 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 came up with a way to make it happen and stuck to stuck to the plan. And so, I'm always trying to when I go back and I talk to these young men, I'm always telling them, "Hey, get everything that you can out of this." You know why you can't because they're going to get everything out of you. That's right. You know. That's right. You know they throwing up buildings and all these type of you know coaches making all these type of salaries and all those <laughs> things. Yeah, money come from somewhere. Get it's yours. All, that's right. So you gotta you gotta get yours. <clears throat> and so you know that's that's why I'm so thankful that I have mentors, you know, in my life who just kept 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 motivating me. And and I thank God that I was just willing to listen. That's right. I had people who I, I would just listen to. The blessing of mentors throughout yeah. your life. Yes. The man you are today. We'd be remiss. We started the show showing some jewelry. <laughs> yeah, we started the show talking about the rings. Darren, as we approach uh, this upcoming Sunday, Super Bowl 56, Whew. Los Angeles, California, SoFi Stadium and all of that. Two teams, uh, you know. I'm from Ohio, mm. you know. So you got Cincinnati, and then of course the Rams. And how interesting is it that back to back you have the home team playing right. the Super Bowl in their stadium? It's amazing. I mean, that could be. I think that would be a record if if the Rams win. Right. To have two back to back teams winning the Super Bowl in their home stadium, I'm not sure if that would be a record or not. But I would 
My wife thinks it's some kind of conspiracy. Oh. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Let me shout out to you. <laughs> my wife Kim, she like, no, this is set no, up. This, this is, is my goodness. I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't think so, babe. You know, I was like, but she like, no, they made this happen. I'm like, I don't it's know. quite interesting. Yeah. I, I tell you what. Uh, so now let's talk about your Super Bowl experience mm-hmm. because again, what it takes to get there. You know, you have this. You know, the, the world. It's a it's an entertainment spectacle. Right. It is a business juggernaut from sponsors to everything else. Yes. And then at the end of the day, the bright lights come on and kick off uh, the flash bulbs, if you will. Uh, no, I'm dating myself with flash bulb, but you understand the <laughs> yeah, analogy, yeah. brother. Absolutely. At kickoff, that experience. You've talked about mentorship from you as a little boy to now a man. You went to college. You got your education. That's not lost. For all the littles listening and all the parents, coaches, teachers listening, you know, you got your education. Absolutely. Football wasn't your life. It was part of your life. Absolutely. But now, because of your hard work, attention to detail, listen to Coach Jackson, listening to your big brother Seymour, when did it hit you? Like, this is the quote-unquote mecca of football. Talk us through that, Darren. You know, it was interesting um, when I f- when I first I'll go back all the way to my rookie season. Okay, because I we made it to the Super Bowl my rookie season. I tell you, you spoil. I was spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> but that first game of the season, we played against the uh, Washington Redskins, and it was a Monday night game. We lost that game, but I made a tackle in that game, and it was Art Monk, mm. and I think Art Monk was. In the NFL, when I was like a little kid, I don't know how long our monk played. Fifty-five years. Yeah, <laughs> but I couldn't believe that I'm, you know, tackling Art Monk, and I'm like, this is Art Monk, man. And, it, and that went on throughout the season. We played San Fran, and I'm like, oh, look at Jerry Rice, you know. And so I was such a fan. But you know, you get to the to the to the Super Bowl, and I'm a rookie, and I'm starting in it. It's like I'm like, this is unreal. This mm. is how does this happen? But you know, I was around some 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 great great guys. Again, you talk about mentoring. I had teammates who were like mentors to me. Like, you know, when you see uh, the way a guy like Michael Irvin works, hard worker, Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith. I'm looking at these superstars, but they were um, they were hard workers, attention to detail mm. as well. And so when we got to that when we got to that game, I just felt like, oh, the Buffalo don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. I, I'm around the Eric Williams and. Uh, Nate Newton and Mark Tuane and uh, you know Mark Stepnowski and uh, Jay Novacek and I'm like we they don't have a chance Charles Haley Tony Tobit mm-hmm. you know Darren Woodson no I'm like oh we got the squad and so when we played that when we played in that game man and you know and they tell you try to treat it like a regular game they try to tell you that but man when that national anthem is played and and you know the fans are screaming and like you say the light bulbs are flashing yeah. and. In that whole week, you know, uh, reporters from Germany or uh, Australia or Japan or China are talking to you. Like, this is such, this is the event in the whole world. And everybody is watching it. So it could be overwhelming. You know, it could be overwhelming. And I, I think probably after, maybe after the first quarter, I kind of calmed down a little bit and caught my breath. I'm like, hey, are you having trouble breathing? I'm, I can't breathe good. Some, <laughs> you know, so, so uh, just, just, trying to relax and get used to it and let the game come in. It was a it was a good game. Buffalo played 
pretty good that second game. We played it in Atlanta. Right. The the year previously was a was a blowout game. That was one out in LA. Yeah, wasn't out it? there in California. Yeah. Right. So that was a blowout game. But this one was was much tougher. Actually, I think it was like thirteen to six at half. We may have been even down, or maybe just for the second one you were the down. The second one, yeah. but let's go back to the coaching as well. Uh-huh. So for the first Super Bowl, you were under your college coach, That's Coach right. Jimmy Johnson. Absolutely, my and man. No doubt about it. So did he change his style from the U to now? Here you are in the locker room getting <laughs> ready for Super the Super Bowl, if, if you will, in 1993. Now Jimmy, Jimmy was the same. You know, Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy is how he is, and but. The way he is, his philosophy is why he was so successful. Mm. Um, I, I think he one of the greatest things uh, about Jimmy, man. He 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 knew how to work with people's mind a little bit. You know, he was there. He knew when to push, how to push the buttons. He knew when to pull you back or push you up. There are times where we played great and thought we were the greatest team ever, and he was like, "Man, that wasn't nothing, y'all. You know, we need to run y'all extra." You're like, "Huh?" Then there were games like. We played terrible, and you think, oh, no, he's going to go off on us. He was like, hey, man, y'all take an extra day off. and So it's just like you didn't really always, you know, you didn't know what to expect sometimes with him, but he was brutally honest. And that's what uh, a lot of the players uh, respected about Jimmy. Once he said something, you knew that's really what it was. And and unfortunately in this business, you don't don't always get that from coaches. And so uh, you knew where he stood. Now, I knew from University of Miami how he was. Mm-hmm. And so it was funny to me when I went to the NFL to watch these other guys from all these other colleges have to deal with somebody like Jimmy. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to find out soon <laughs> enough. <laughs> He's different. You know, like if he say, the next time you do this, I'm going to cut you, uh, yeah, it's going to happen for real. You know, I, I, I saw Jimmy cut a guy for, you know, falling asleep in a special team meeting. And I tried to wait to do it up. I'm like, hey, man. Jimmy's not Jimmy playing. Don't play with that special team because that was kind of his baby with special teams. Yeah. The special team, he was a defensive guy, but at Dallas he was involved with uh, with the special teams as well. We had one of the best special teams coach with Joe Abizano. Absolutely. Who, who passed uh, away as well. But Jimmy, that was his, his that was kind of like his his baby. He'd get involved with that with the players. But um, I, I just, you know, he, I learned a lot of life lessons from him too. There's things that I, that you know, I learned. And the game of football itself is such a a, a life lesson. You it know, is. the things that I do now, I, I, a lot of the disciplines that I had from football, I apply to my life now. You know, because it wasn't easy always having to get up when nobody else was up, training and working out and eating a certain way and uh, uh, or or you know doing certain things. And now uh, I have the opportunity to do that. Uh, you know. Uh, I work in ministry um, with an yes. uh, organization called Athletes in Action, and it gave me the opportunity to be a, a team chaplain for the Dolphins for, for four seasons and um, work with the University of Miami uh, now, um, different sports, even coaches, and also uh, Florida Memorial University. I uh, work with, as a chaplain with the, uh, with the baseball team. And so <coughs> those same disciplines that I had mm-hmm. from sports is, is, is when I, what I roll over now when I'm preparing, um, say, a study with, you know, with, the, with the young men or – or preparing to speak somewhere, or or coaching spiritually, coaching guys. That's right. You know, so game of life. Game of life is so, man. This, uh, you know, and again, that balance of Seymour and Coach Jackson still comes still in, comes along in. with my mom, because my mom yes. was a big, big factor in my life as, as as far as just seeing her, her character, her love, her compassion for people, uh, her forgiveness. Uh, because my, you know, my my father was was killed when yes. I was young. And she taught me forgiveness for, uh, about, you know, the way she showed that she forgave the person who killed my father. I learned a lot through that because it wasn't until maybe I was 23, Gail, that uh, 
I finally forgave the person that did that. Right. And it was a, a conversation me and her had. Wow. Yeah. So that 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 thing I kept with me for for many many years, yes. and then we finally just opened up and talked and dealt with it. And um, she showed me a picture of forgiveness uh, in real life. And so you know, she's been probably the biggest role model in my life, um, along with Seymour and uh, with Coach Jackson. And <clears throat> your mom trusted us with you. Yes. She trusted Big Brothers Big Sisters with you. And as I sit here across from you, I've met your beautiful mother. And when you forgave the murderer, the one who took your dad away from you, mm-hmm. that was probably a load lifted from you as well. It was. I mean, it, it's a process. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. And there's kids who struggle with their, their own mental health mm-hmm. because of anger, because of loss, with the pandemic, social isolation, depression, anxiety. Yes. yes. So, Darren, what you're, what you're talking about, just simply mentoring. Uh, yes. If you only have one parent in your life, you know, do what you can with what you have. You could have given up. You could have easily been another statistic, Darren. But look at you. Uh, Super Bowl rings. Hey, Husband. Don't, father. Don't Wait forget, a minute now. Don't forget these. Okay, so let's 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 <laughs> add let's add that jewelry. Let's do real time because you know, Laji, uh shout out to my man Laji in the in the studio. So before there were the two Super Bowl rings, uh there was two rings from the U. That's right. And so now that little boy that played football at Scott Lake, right? That's it. Then you went on to North Dade. North Dade. Yep. Then you went on to Norland. Miami Norland. Yep. So you were a Viking, a Bulldog, and a then a Viking, Viking again, and, a cane. and then a Cane. Yep. So tell me about that experience. So now but before you were at Atlanta and then, of course, L.A., then Atlanta and the Super Bowls, respectively, where'd you win these Super Bowl? Um, excuse me, these national Championship well, ring. The first one was '89. We played against Alabama. Heard at, about at, that at school the, at the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then the second one was '91. We played against Nebraska here in the Orange Bowl. Wow. And that's you know Nebraska was a juggernaut at that time, and we were able to shut them out. And uh, so we we were rolling, and you know, but it's always the tough one is the one we should have had because the following year is when we lost to Alabama right. in the Sugar Bowl. So we had a chance to win three national championships i mean we were right there but you know you live and you learn and uh and you learn from losing sometimes too yes sir you you respond you know you learn how to respond and um but you know those were some man growing i've I've been truly blessed been around great teammates great coaches you know who were really impacted my life and so you know god has given me the opportunities now to give back that's right you know the things that were given just poured into me that's right now I have an opportunity to do those same things. Um, uh, first of all, with my family, with my and with my kids, and then also with with other young people. So, well, to whom much is given, much is required. Amen. And as we think about your journey, from mentorship to scholarship to citizenship, and all that you've done, for those out there who say, "Well, I don't think I have much to give to a child," and uh, I'm not quote-unquote, trained to be a mentor. Uh, Darren, in the game of life, we need as many mentors as we can. Absolutely. Talk to those out there. Coach them up, Darren. You know, you know the biggest thing that I learned, um, Gail, and, and even, you know, when I had opportunity, when I was a big, the biggest thing was just listening. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not necessarily uh, raising them. It's just a lot of times they just need someone to listen, to listen to them, a ear, uh, sometimes it's tough, you know, depending the, the household could be challenging and, 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 you know, you may be in a circumstance where a parent, like you say, is working, maybe two jobs, it's just them. 
have other kids or, you know, a situation where the kids just, just need someone to listen sometimes. And that's really what, you know, um, CMO was for me initially. Just you just kind of kind of listen. And I was quiet. But, you know, uh, eventually, you know, I, I, I opened it up to him and started talking with him more. And um, and it wasn't, you know, Seymour, it even wasn't like we played a lot of sports. Like, <laughs> he was he was working me, you know. <laughs> but it was just life, just living. That's right. And, um, and a lot of things that I was learning from him, uh, just, just being around him. Not that he had to do anything special. Just, you know, just like I've had opportunity to talk to a lot of other bigs, and that's one of the things that I always encourage them to do, man. Just, you know, because I've, I've had um, – and the crazy part is I, I've had a doctor who uh, – I was I was getting treated one time, and he was a doctor, and he's he, I've, I've saw him here a couple of times. He's a big. Okay. And he um, – I was sitting in his office, and we're talking, and – I don't know how big brother, big sister came up. He said, well, I'm a big brother. And I said, well, do you know Gail? Yeah, I know Gail. <laughs> and so we just started talking, and he was – and now he's Hispanic. Okay. And his little is Haitian. Okay. And so he feels like, I'm not connecting. I don't know. I was like, just listen to him. Just – I like, more than you know, he's just soaking in everything that you're giving. You know what I mean? Just being around him. And I saw him – uh, matter of fact, at our event here a couple of years ago at the Super Bowl event, yes, yes. and he was just thanking me. He was like, "I, I see what you're seeing. The difference is just, it's just being there is is the big difference." You know, a lot of times we feel like, "Oh, we got to be their dad and their mom." No, that's that's not really really what it is. It's, you know, you're just being another 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 influence, another person who can give them positive impact. And so that's that's what I was <clears throat> trying to be. That's what I try to be with with the people I'm around. You know, just how. How could I, you know, just be positive, encouraging, and loving, you know? So that's that's why I, that's why you saw the way I coach. My style may be a little different. I, I try to be a teacher, you know, encouraging teacher because that's what I got a lot of. Now when I had and I had some coaches that was rough. <laughs> you know, I had my first coach almost made me not ever play football again. But <laughs> but when I got around coaches like Coach Jackson, he would, you know, one of the things he would do, man, he was read like after the game the next day when we would practice, he would read off stats. You know, Darren had four tackles and he did this and he, you know, he made it so exciting. The kids used to, you know, used to, oh my goodness. I know I only had one tackle. You know what I mean? But <laughs> he gave me three or four more just to, <laughs> you know, just to make me feel good. And, and, you know, so that was the type of things that he did. And, you know, the other kids that were around us loved that. And it, it excited us. It made <clears> us want to play for him, you know. And so that's why I try to do those things with my kids. A little bit of time. That's it. A little bit of encouragement. That's it. The words that the coaches may not even realize that the littles are hearing, mm-hmm. their players are hearing, their students are hearing. Yes. The neighborhood kids not hearing may hear, you're special. That's it. These kids are soaking it up. The advice you gave to the other big brother who's a doctor may come from different backgrounds, different experiences, mm-hmm. but it comes down to I'm here That's for it. you. That constant. That's it. And so in the game of life, we all need a playbook. We all need coaches and mentors in our life. Thank you for your service, Darren, as a big brother. You are a survivor. You are a big, you are, you know, you're the total package, brother. (laughs) Thank you, man. I I give all the glory to God. Amen. And, and, uh, you know, even having people like you in my life, we've been knowing each other a long time. Yes, sir. Even, uh, you know, you were around our match, you know, way back in the day. That's right. And um, I, I think were you, you were involved when I I think me and Seymour spoke at the at a dolphin deal 
I was it's little. That's a lot was, of experience. Yeah, I was like a teenager that's at that right. time. Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, so that's why, you know, Big Brother, Big Sister always been um, mm, mm, near and dear to my heart just because of uh, the impact that is made in my life. And uh, I know there are other lives that, you know, this organization um, has impacted. So that's why I want to, you know, give give props to you, your team, you know, this organization, and all that they do because it is, it is changing lives. It's a blessing to serve. You want to join the team. BBBSMiami.org because life can rock you like a hurricane, Darren. Amen. Or you can be victorious right. with mentors on your side. Let's go. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. <laughs>